From the Ingle Studio, this is Gordon County Football Friday. Get the inside scoop on all the games. Welcome to another edition of Gordon Football Friday. I'm Keith Ippolito with the BG Ad Group. That's Mike Tenney, sports writer. Mike, how are you, man? I'm well, brother. How you doing today? Doing good, man. Doing good. Yeah. Looks like yeah. it was a rough week in Gordon County last week with the football teams. A bunch of losses, right? It was a rough uh, weekend, and it was not only a rough Friday night, but it was rough in the way they lost them. So Norville had a three-touchdown lead in the first half, couldn't hold it against Northwest Whitfield. Calhoun played an outstanding first half, led 17-0 at halftime against an, outst- an excellent Cartersville team, wound up losing 21-17 in the last 14 seconds. Gordon Central played better, put up a fight for a while, but unfortunately they lost to Harrelson uh, County 42-14, to same consecutive score they lost to by last year to the same team. So uh, rough night in the county, no doubt about it. Out of all, it looks like obviously Calhoun and Sonoraville, they both gave up leads. Do you think these kids are feeling hungry this week? How are both teams feeling after those losses? I would think Calhoun and Sonorville were both feeling very hungry this week. You know, Sonorville, they forced five turnovers in the first half against Northwest Woodfield, were able to score a couple touchdowns, three touchdowns, and they were playing outstanding football, had a 20 nothing lead. And then they have just been an inconsistent team this season. It seems a lot of time the inconsistency has ran game to game. Unfortunately, this went half to half. And the second half was a totally different story. Northwest Whitfield put 21 points on the board and was able to come up with a 21-20 victory. Calhoun was in control of that game, and Cartersville just took over. Cartersville, with that win, they are now the number one ranked team in the state. They are 6-0. and They looked every bit the part in that final five minutes. They basically went 98 yards in the last five minutes, overcame a penalty that called a touchdown back, overcame a face mask penalty, put it in the end zone with like 14 seconds to go. And they win 21-17. So, yeah. So, that's uh, they showed that they're a resilient team and they're ready to go. They are a resilient team. They did not look like the number one or number eight or whatever, wherever they were ranked. Mm -hmm. In that first half, they didn't look like it. They committed four turnovers. Calhoun was moving the ball up and down the field. Calhoun had a chance to score early, unfortunately put the ball on the ground at about the Mm -hmm. 10-yard line. That kept them off the board. They had the ball for the first five minutes of the third quarter with the 17-0 lead. I really and truly think if they had scored right there, it could have been a different outcome. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, they had to punt the ball away. And at that point, that big offensive line for Cartersville just took over, Mm -hmm. started manhandling Calhoun at the line of scrimmage. Not manhandling, but really controlling that line of scrimmage. And yeah, they were able to come away so with that. Victory. That third quarter was the turning point in the game, basically. Yeah, that third quarter was definitely the turning point. And then Calhoun committed a big interception on like the fourth play of the fourth quarter. Cartersville was able to take advantage of that. They got good field position. They drove about 60 yards. They got a stop. And then they went 98 yards in two minutes. That was it was one of those drives that a champion makes. Calhoun usually mm-hmm. is the type that makes those uh, kind of drives. But on this night, it was Carter's. Yeah, I was going to say, they're probably not used to being on the other end of that too often, right? No, I would not think so. And, you know, I have to think that Cartersville, when they got that football with just a little under six minutes to go, even though they're sitting at the two-yard line, they just, at that point, they were determined. Mm-hmm. They decided they're going to take it down the field. They started handing that big back Christian Lando. Mm-hmm. He started doing his thing, getting some room to run. And like I said, they ran for a touchdown with about a little over minutes of play. That was called back on a holding penalty. Mm-hmm. They got back inside the five-yard line. They had a face mask. That brought it back out to the 20. They still got it in the end zone. Yeah. 
That's no, what champions do. That, they, that they, is, yeah, that is what they do. You know, you yeah. just fight the over, you overcome that adversity, and they obviously did that. You know, you said Gordon Central lost again. What's going on with that program? <laughs> Give me something good. Come on. <laughs> you just got to keep working. I'll tell you one yeah. bright spot right now has been senior uh, Camden Miles. That young man is playing outstanding football. He had the two long kickoff returns a couple of weeks ago against Fannin County. Gave him a chance to score. Unfortunately, they weren't able to take advantage of it. Last week, caught a little short pass from quarterback Peyton Chastain. Turned it into a 71-yard touchdown run. Catch and run that made it 14-6 to start the fourth quarter. He is playing outstanding football. Unfortunately, I looked at the roster this week. It seems like the kids who did leave the program, a lot of them were impact-type players. So um, they just got to keep working, keep plugging. Really surprised about a couple of the names that I saw that are no longer on the roster because a couple of those guys I thought would be the last ones standing. But apparently frustration or whatever has set in. Finally and, uh, succumbed, and that was yeah. enough was enough. I, I guess so. I guess so. But uh, Coach Gregory is not pulling any punches. I heard his radio uh, show last week before their game against Harrelson. He admits blocking and tackling two big parts of the game that they are not doing right well, very well right now. They just so they just got to keep working. They've got four games left. A tough one Friday night against North Murray. Seems like for whatever reason, our teams in Gordon County here to start the district or start their regions, they're playing the best teams in those regions and the teams that they would have to contend with to win those regions. So tough ones early here for for all our teams. So the kids who two are remaining on the roster, what I'm just curious, what's going on in their head? I'm I you know, that's I, I have to think they love the game. I have yeah. to think they be a part of it i think mm -hmm. they definitely want to have to be a part or have to want to be a part of uh friday night lights you know when you're out on that football field and you're wearing those uniforms and those shoulder pads and that helmet even 16 17 years old you feel invincible you feel like mm -hmm. a gladiator you know and also when they do win and they are going to win a game and when they do win a game here for those kids it's just going to be an amazing feeling you know it's one of those deals do you rejoice or do you feel more relief? I tend to think it's a whole bunch of maybe the first and not yeah. necessarily the latter. You let it go as soon as you get it done. Exactly, exactly. I agree with you 100%, Mike. That's going to wrap up this first segment over here. I'm Keith Ippolito with the BG Ad Group on Gordon Football Friday. That's sports writer Mike Tenney, and we'll be right back on the other side of this break. Advent Health Gordon in Calhoun. Part of the Advent Health Network offers comprehensive healing for body, mind, and spirit. They provide expert medical treatments with a patient-centered approach, including cancer care, ear, nose, and throat care, emergency and urgent care, cardiovascular, orthopedic, and urological care. The hospital's experienced team offers advanced technologies and procedures to address various medical conditions while maintaining dignity and transparency. Advent Health Gordon aims to help individuals reach their potential and promote well-being within the community. Thomas Funeral Home celebrates the heart and soul of our community. Since 1945, Thomas Funeral Home has honored the memories that make our community special. Friday night football games are not just about the wins and losses. It's about the moments that define us. It's about sharing stories with the person next to you, reliving the challenges and victories. Just as these Friday night memories unite us, Thomas Funeral Home believes in ensuring the memories of your loved ones live on, cherished and celebrated. So join us in keeping the 
spirit of our community thriving. Cherish each memory, hold teammates close, and remember why being part of something bigger truly matters. Together, let's continue celebrating each memory of our community. Visit Thomas Funeral Home to honor memories and cherish our time together. Are you ready to take control of your health and well-being? Look no further than Alpha Wellness Lab. At Alpha Wellness Lab, we're your partners on the journey to a healthier you. Our team of experts specializes in weight loss, helping you shed those unwanted pounds with personalized plans that work. For men's health, we offer tailored solutions to boost energy, enhance performance, and improve overall vitality. And if you need a quick pick-me-up, our IV hydration therapies will have you feeling recharged and ready to conquer the day. Experience the difference at Alpha Wellness Lab. Check us out today at alphawellnesslab.com. Alpha Wellness Lab, your path to a healthier, happier you. Don't wait. Take the first step toward a healthier life with Alpha Wellness Lab today. And back here for the second segment on Gordon Football Friday. I'm Keith Ippolito with the BGA Group. It's Mike Tenney, sports writer. Let's look ahead here for uh, this week's game. Looks like Calhoun faces an undefeated Hiram. What challenge do they pose? And do you think Calhoun could pull this off? I'm I'm sure they're hungry after last week. I think Calhoun's going to bounce back, but uh, it's going to take a big effort. Hiram is very, very good. Just two years ago, this team was 1-9. Calhoun kicked the crap right out of them, beat them 56-17. But now they are 6-0. They are ranked. They have four D1 Power 5 college athletes that everybody's going after. This game will also feature two of the best tight ends in the state in high school mm-hmm. football. They have an outstanding six foot eight athlete named Walter Matthews. He had a big touchdown a couple of years ago against uh, Calhoun. Calhoun has Amari Winston, and that'll be a, man, a matchup to watch. I, I would think both teams will go to uh, be looking to use those guys as go to guys, and that'll be a big matchup to watch. Hiram also has two outstanding interior offensive linemen. They are both being recruited, Jamison Riggs and Clinton Richardson. Richards is going to, if I'm not mistaken, Wake Forest, and Riggs is going to Georgia Tech. They have verbally committed. They have an outstanding running game. Deshaun Williams and Caden Hamilton have rushed for over 1,000 yards combined. They also have an outstanding quarterback, Ryan Strickland. He's completed about 67% of his passes. So Hiram's got a lot of athletes, a lot of good athletes, and Calhoun expects a full four-quarter game. Calhoun really needs a win to avoid an 0-2 start. It'll be an interesting matchup, no question about it. Sonoraville, they take on Central, another undefeated team. What are we looking at for this game? Can Sonoraville come out on top in this matchup? You know, a lot of people didn't think Sonoraville could beat them last year, but Sonoraville not only beat them 35-34, they did it in Carrollton. So um, I'm sure Central remembers that game, and they're going to want some revenge. But right now, Central playing better than anyone in that region. 6-0, ranked 7th in the state. I would think they will climb this week. They have an outstanding running back, a guy named Jonas Walton. He is only a sophomore, but he's rushed for 818 yards, and uh, he went for over 1,000 last year. He's looking to go over the 1,000-yard mark this year. So Norville really going to have to put together a great effort to keep him from doing that. They also have a freshman quarterback. So this is a young team, a sophomore running back who's a stud, a freshman quarterback. He's thrown for 819 yards. All-purpose-wise, he's rushed and thrown for nearly 1,200. So they are a heck of an offense. They have been very explosive early. They've got another guy who's rushed for about almost 400 yards. So they have about 2,400 yards in total offense through their six first six games. That's 400 yards a night. 
and no one has stopped them yet. So Zenorville is going to be up for the challenge, but the Phoenix also looking to avoid that 0-2 start mm. in region. So very, very critical that they they win this football game. Yeah, big, big week two region matchup here, obviously. Now uh, our lovable losers, Gordon Central hosting North Murray. Uh, what what are we going to have? What's going to happen here? Again, a, a tough test for them. North Murray's 4-2. They're 2-0 and in the region. They're the only team so far in the region that is 2-0 because the other two teams that basically they are tied with because they have a zero in the loss column, Rockmart and Fannin County have only played once. They've already had their open dates. So um, it's a seven-team region. So the season lasts seven weeks, but everybody gets a week off at some point. And they are also led by their quarterback. They have a quarterback, Skylar Williams. He has rushed and thrown for over 24, uh, I'm sorry, 2,200 yards so far this season. They do a lot of stuff off of the RPO, the run pass option, a whole lot of read and react to their offense. He likes to throw it if the uh, fullback crashing down isn't there. And if it isn't, he also likes to run it and get outside. Uh, He has scored 14 touchdowns this year, but amazingly, He's rushed for almost 700 yards, but has not ran for a touchdown. So, you know, if Gordon Central can find a way to keep him out of the end zone, maybe he picks up a whole bunch of yards, but they don't get points for yards. You just get numbers. If they can just figure a way to keep this kid out of the end zone, maybe this will be the week they turn it around. I'm hoping I'm pulling for him. We're all pulling for him. We are all pulling for them. (laughs) Well, that's going to wrap up another edition of the Gordon Football Friday. Mike, I appreciate this, man. I always look forward to this. Myself, myself, Keith. Great job again this week. I cannot thank you enough. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Uh, Well, again, I'm Keith Ippolito with the BG Ad Group. That's Mike Tenney, sports writer, and we will see you next week. You've been listening to Gordon County Football Friday, a presentation of NorthwestGeorgianews.com and the BG Ad Group.